0: You're a monster. He's like so in love with this guy.
1: Right. This guy, he's better than Randy Moss. He's yeah. He's than Jerry Rice. Yeah. He's His Kenny Galladay jersey Julio is going Jones. to get
0: replaced with this guy's jersey. Welcome in to another week of The Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. How are we doing? Good. Yeah. Next week's draft.
1: Oh, 10 days, yeah. man. This episode and one more.
0: Yeah, it's only 10 days, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm
0: I'm I'm excited to have a lot of these questions answered finally. <laughs> Who's going where? The, all the quarterback situations going on. Um out of curiosity, uh, this isn't even on our schedule to chat about, but is there a quarterback that just jumps off your mind like you're just anticipating, like, I'm so curious where this person's going to land?
1: But it's got to be Justin Fields for same, me. Same.
0: I, I 100% agree with you. I'm just so nervous that he's going to get hosed in this draft Please somehow. go
1: three. Just please go three. He's
0: not going three. He's just not. It's just not going to happen. Just just let it happen, Caution. You know? just, <laughs> just let it happen. You can do it, buddy. You want to elevate your,
1: elevate your team? Go grab Justin Fields. Also, yeah. While we're on the subject of quarterbacks, yeah. Can we stop with like the pro day overreactions and stuff like that? <laughs> like,
0: let's let's end this once and for all. It's bothering
1: me. All of you, the guys that are
0: listening, all right? We're looking at you guys. Yeah.
1: Okay, Trey Lance can throw the ball far. Awesome.
0: Well, I, this awesome. in pro days in general, if you're a quarterback, the pro day is created to make you look good. Okay. Just think about a few years ago when Sam Darnold came out. He had the craziest pro day in California or whatever, and it was raining, and he's just throwing dimes downfield. He just got traded, guys, and has done nothing of importance in the NFL. Now, is it all his fault? No, he plays for the Jets. So we'll see in Carolina. But pro days are created to make the quarterback look good. I do not hold that much weight in pro days. No. At all. I never will. I don't care. I think to me if you want to learn about a quarterback, go watch game film. Yep. That's it. You're done. Move on. And we're going to move on now before this gets heated. And we're going to talk about our monster news cuz I know we got some stuff to jump into today. Um but before we do so, James, if they wanted to follow us on social media, um where would they be able to find us on all of our platforms?
1: Uh yeah, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor, the Fancy Monsters or the Fancy Monster podcast. You could just Pretty much search any of those anywhere, and you'll be good.
0: Yeah, come find us. We love chatting with all of you guys, uh, and just keep it up, man. And thanks again for uh, for following us and listening to us. But James, uh, we again we got a bunch of news to kind of jump into. Some retirements we got to chat about. So what do we got in monster news this
1: week? Uh, First thing we'll start off with is uh, so apparently there are more rumors that Miami is willing to trade down from the sixth pick again. Yeah,
0: yeah. I keep seeing this. I. I don't think it's Miami wanting to necessarily do it but they're getting so many offers.
1: Well, I think if this deal's go down, it's not going to happen before the draft. It's going to happen draft During night and yeah. if yeah. someone falls.
0: Yeah. Um I think I think it's very interesting uh to me to to see how this is uh how this is going on. I'm curious to see if they're going to move back far. I'm curious to see if I mean like they could be, be a spots? like a
1: prime spot for maybe like the Patriots. To trade up or something like that, but I still don't think I would be taking Mac Jones or Trey Lance at number six overall. Yeah, that's just my opinion.
0: Not up to us, though, is it? All right, what else we got going on?
1: Uh, nice piece of news. I thought Mike Tomlin got a three-year extension with the Steelers, and I just I think Mike Tomlin is a great coach. I think this will be his fifteenth year in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Never had a losing record. Yeah, isn't that not crazy one to think time about? in Pittsburgh. He's just a very, very solid NFL coach, and I'm glad he's going to be sticking around. Uh, Two retirements. Jordan Reed. Finally retired. Should have retired a long time ago, but I'll never forget Jordan Reed, like back in his heyday, was like my favorite tight end in the league for a while. Mm -hmm. I was always obsessed with him, but it could just never like get all the way there, which sucks because his, yeah, I mean, at his peak, if he was able to stay healthy, he would have been one of the best tight ends in the league.
0: Yeah, I always was a, a huge fan of Jordan Reed. Uh, he was a lot of fun to watch. But, yeah, I, it was time for him to go. He he really needed to step back. The and,
1: concussions, yeah, that was just Well, and his knees, I think, many. too. Wasn't his knees bad? A lot of stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's
0: just falling <laughs> apart, yeah.
1: Uh, Alex Smith also retired, coming off a uh, comeback player of the year to retirement. Apparently Jacksonville was looking at him. I know Houston was looking at him. Honestly, I think well, Jacksonville would have just been a glorified backup spot. Houston, I think he just knows better. Not yeah, to at this to point, touch that yeah,
0: yeah, at this point.
1: And then the last piece of news: there are a ton of more rumors that I mean it. It looks like I mean the Falcons are just consistently being linked to Kyle Pitts everywhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: is I'm a huge Kyle Pitts fan. Love Kyle we Pitts. we love Kyle Pitts. Um, we'll be talking some tight ends later anyway. Atlanta kind of needs one. They just need playmakers in general, but they do kind of, to me, Hayden Hurst, we knew this wasn't the answer there. And I think they're kind of looking for something that's just going to be, um, consistent and Kyle Pitts will, will definitely bring some consistency. The thing that makes me nervous. I just they think have they so many do, goals already. I
1: think they, yeah, I just think for a team wise, they could just do more than take Kyle Pitts there at four.
0: Yeah. I, I almost would rather. Like, when are you going to draft at four again? You don't like drafting at four. No. So to me, go get one of these quarterbacks and just set, cause Matt Ryan's playing too many. Well, maybe, that or maybe, just
1: trade out of that spot. Or trade out of yeah. yeah. That would be the way I would go.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't quite get it, but hey, again, we're not GMs, but whatever. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into the receivers that we didn't get to chat about last time. And we kind of left you guys on a cliffhanger a little bit because one of James's favorite dudes,
1: all time favorite guys. Okay, well, not all time. This class. he's He's like so in love with this guy. Right. This guy, he's better than Rainy Moss. He's yeah. Better than Jerry Rice. Yeah. He's His Kenny Galladay jersey Julio is going to get replaced
0: with this guy's jersey. No, he just, he du you do really like this guy though. And they it's do. Dynamic Brown.
1: Yeah. Came out of North Carolina. Dudes, uh, Outside receiver, if like there was a definition of an outside receiver, he's the guy. He had four snaps in the slot last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like that is absolutely nothing. But he's he's got good size. He's six one, a little underweight, but his route running is impeccable. His off the line, I mean, you cannot yeah, you cannot press coverage this guy. You cannot play man against this guy. He will destroy you. He's a big play threat. I, I mean, I think he fits on a lot of teams.
0: Yeah, the thing that always just jumped right off the board when I was watching his film was just how quick off the ball he was. Yep. Yeah, like his footwork his, is very good. It's so clean, like his release, guys, like off the like just off the line of scrimmage is I mean it's it's gorgeous to watch.
1: Yep. Yeah, and now, I mean when he gets open downfield, he's a very smart when he's out there, he does not let the DB get back into the play. He cuts off his leverage, yep. and he can make some spectacular plays downfield. He's not like a big size guy, but he can go up and catch the ball with two defenders around him. Mm-hmm. He can tap his toes in the back of the end zone. I mean, he is, I like him a lot. He's just only an outside receiver. He's never going to play on the inside.
0: Yeah, no, not not going to play on the inside. But, I mean, the other thing that he, that's really nice about it, too, is his route-running tree they they say is limited, but not to worry about it. And here's why they not to worry about it is one thing that he does in his route running is he varies speeds. I mean, he's very, he, I mean, cause you have some guys that play like zero to 10 every time, right? Yep. Like, no. So he's going to literally no, he's, vary. And, he's
1: methodical. Yeah. With his route running.
0: Yeah. He's not like, he's trying to, um, you know, he might do, he might do one, you know, drag route at one speed come back with the same drag route, do it completely different I mean it's going to throw you off. It's like a, a we were just talking about this earlier actually. It's like a game of chess. You know, yeah. you're you're literally making moves to anticipate making a move later. Yeah,
1: he's a guy who could succeed early in his NFL career yes. on a team.
0: On the right team for sure. Yeah.
1: And are there any teams you think he's a good fit for?
0: I mean, honestly, I don't know many teams that don't need a dynamic playmaker. So, yeah. um, you know, anything that jumps off. The, I mean, Miami would work. Uh New England needs some
1: help there. I think with Miami bringing in Will Fuller, they he's not the biggest need there.
0: No, do you have a perfect fit in mind? Cuz I mean again, it might to- not
1: be the perfect fit, but it's where I want him to go cuz I just want to have fun. Let me guess. This year. Let me guess.
0: The Packers. No. Oh, that's what I was. No. Thinking. No. One? Let's see if the Saints?
1: Yes, it's okay. the Saints, yes. <laughs> play him on the outside, let Jameis just chuck the ball. You got Michael Thomas going everywhere. You have Alvin Kamara who can be play anywhere. I think that offense would move. And, I mean, as far as just a deep ball receiver goes, Naemi Brown is Naomi Brown is one of the best in this class.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he he's definitely going to be a lot of fun. And, again, don't, you know... 'Cause again, his weight, he is a little undersized, but seriously, don't worry about that. Yeah. Like he plays heavy. He plays like a bigger wide receiver. He's he's gonna be a second or third round draft pick this year. I think he'll be an early second. Okay, so early, early second, second. Early yeah. to mid second. So even if he goes in the second round, watch out for him. Because again, he, he can be elite right away and yep. make plays. Yeah, it's enough about that guy. He is gonna be fun to watch though. I can't wait.
1: So next on the list. Who we got next? Another guy I really like, Josh Palmer, out of Tennessee, six two two ten. This is a big guy. And
0: so, yeah, hold, real quick, let's start here. This guy did not have a lot of help this year.
1: No, his yeah. So let's let's start there. Tennessee looks terrible. That quarterback was garbage.
0: So before we get into all that, so when it we did talk lead about to him,
1: <laughs> Josh Palmer making some incredible plays though.
0: <laughs> this, this is true. You know, if if you didn't like some of his film, you know, because there was some definitely some film you, you're not going to like. But it's not mostly his, his yeah. ball. But go and watch the senior are, bowl.
1: Yeah, if you are into like one on ones and stuff like that, he yeah. did show up very yeah. well at
0: the he, senior bowl. He looked great at the senior bowl. Sorry, go ahead now with your take.
1: No, you're good. Yeah, he's another mainly just out wide wide receiver. And he's also a very good route runner. He doesn't have the speed of like a Daimi Brown, but he's got the size to play physical. And he breaks like his routes. He's very good at breaking off his routes. He, um, yeah, he, he's able to create space even though he's not the fastest guy on the field. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things that, you know, you kind of get a little concerned about is he played three years at Tennessee. Not once did he get over 500 yards. Yeah. So, but keep in mind to me, Tennessee has not had the most amazing program the last few years. So is that concerning of him or is it concerning of the play? And when you go watch some of the film, definitely the quarterback play has not been incredible. So I'm not too concerned, but it is something that you need to mention. Yeah. He
1: also just has like very good ball skills. He's got good hands and he can, can like, he can go up, grab the ball in a fluid motion.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he'll def, he's, he's very physical, um, at the, at the height of his, at the height of his catches. He'll go up and get a ball for sure. The only other thing that kind of worries me a little bit, not going to shake a bunch of defenders because he's not super lateral yeah. with his quick, our quick lateral movements. And he did kind of run a lot of vertical, but again, it's how Tennessee was running their offense. So I do think that he might be able to have um like with with good coaching. I think that he can definitely become a very very good, in my opinion, a poss- a possession type receiver.
1: Yeah, I was trying to think of comps for him, and I kind of like he kind of plays a little bit like a Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. I don't think he has like the same. Top end speed that Alshon Jeffrey used to have, but right. I think that's similar, bruising physical, big wide receiver.
0: Yeah, I don't like the comp that PFF has for him. Yeah, not that I'm. I we we love PFF. Don't get me wrong, but he has a less physical Jordy Nelson, and and I kind of don't. I kind of don't like that. I can kind of see a little bit of it, um, but Jordy Nelson to me was more of a slot guy. Didn't he play a lot he of slot?
1: He was out. I mean they they played him everywhere. Well, yeah, okay, that works.
0: I I I actually like Jordan Nelson way better. Than I like Josh Palmer, so I just don't know. I don't know, but he's
1: gonna be something to intrigue. I think, me. yeah, I think he's a sneaky guy late.
0: Yeah, and he would fit. And again, a lot of these wide receiver team needy, you know, because he doesn't need to come in and be elite right away. So he can take some time. No, to but I
1: do think he has number one potential in him. Yeah, he's got a, a high number. He's one got a high ceiling wide receiver. Yeah,
0: yeah, high ceiling.
1: Yeah, like some possible fits. Like I'd hate to put him there, but the Texans,
0: yeah, Texans would be a good
1: fit for him.
0: Yeah, the Raiders would be a good fit because the Raiders are probably yeah. going to take him in the second round. Eagles,
1: there. I think, could work. I mm-hmm. think a lot of it, really anywhere team that if they don't put the investment in a wide receiver early, look at Josh Palmer later as a guy who could potentially be a number one wide receiver for their team.
0: Yeah. Um, You know what? One thing that I haven't – I didn't really watch a lot of with him is he a good blocker? Do you know offhand?
1: He's got the side. I mean, it wouldn't, it's not like it's going to blow you away or anything.
0: I'm just curious because if he can block, he might actually be a really good fit for the Ravens then because the Ravens always <laughs> look for blockers, but yeah. they also need a big-bodied guy.
1: So. Yeah, that's honestly, that's not a bad fit. That's a <laughs>
0: it's not a, is really not a bad fit if he can block, but if he can't block, they won't take him because <laughs> yeah. they're run first. Oh, uh, the Ravens. Let's go ahead and jump into our next guy. Uh, PFF ranked number eleven on our list, Kate Johnson, uh, South Dakota State. We got some smaller guys coming up here, our uh, smaller school guys. Yeah, uh, the next few. Uh, Kate's somebody to me, man. Like we were watching some game film, and look, he looks fine. Let's he he looks fine. He's just not. It doesn't blow me away though. Yeah, no. nothing blows me away with his game. Um, it's kind of disappointing. He's definitely smaller, 5'10", 180. He's got a very small catch radius. It's one of the biggest weaknesses, I feel like, is in this game. But he does catch a lot. He doesn't miss passes. No, yeah, and he was very productive. Yeah, he, he was extremely productive. 17 touchdowns his freshman year, <laughs> Um, or I guess in 2018 whenever he started because he's a red shirt senior, it looks like. Eight touchdowns in 2019, opted out in 2020. 1,300 yards, 1,200 yards. Productive, but he also played at South Dakota State. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, you can kind of say, is that just a contributive? Yeah. You know, I mean, just being, like when you
1: watch the film, I mean, you just, you can realize very quickly that this, is, he's in a different league. Yeah.
0: Like, if you would have taken, you know, his skill set, he could have been productive at a top end school, but I think I might have been a little bit more excited to see it because, like, I, yeah, I I'm just, just
1: not very excited. With yeah.
0: Him. Neither am I. Um, his ability to, to beat the press on the outside is completely unknown. He only had 61 snaps against press in the two years. And well, he didn't have any in 2020 and, and 19. So I don't know. They do play a little bit more press. You have guys up in the, in the NFL that are going to play a little bit more in your face. And is he going to be able to beat them off the ball? Well, Not they're just sure. going to be
1: bigger, stronger and faster.
0: Yeah. Um, I think the one thing that does benefit him a little bit. Is dude, he looked he did look good at the senior bowl. You know, there's a lot of scouts out there that really liked his his skill set at the senior bowl during one on one drills and whatnot. It's just to me like look, the game film just says everything. And it he just doesn't blow me away. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing else to add. <laughs> Great. Well, uh, there you go for Cade. Uh go ahead and move on. Uh, to another kind of smaller school guy, North Texas, yep. PFF ranked 12, Uh Jalen Darden.
1: Yeah, I like Jalen Darden for what he is. A smaller, incredibly quick and agile slot receiver. He can quick cut on a dime. He has incredible bursts. There's a lot of plays where he kind of does that Tyree Kill thing where he just kind of mm-hmm. like freezes people in their steps and mm-hmm. just runs around them.
0: Yeah, dude. If you guys haven't seen this kid yet... um Go watch him. He's short, 5'9, dude. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a small he's guy. He's small,
1: but he is, I mean, he makes up for it with his quickness and agility. Yeah, so 5'9, 174. Uh, Had the most missed tackles for us last year of any receiver. Yeah,
0: 19 touchdowns at North Texas this past season, 1190 as far as yards go. Great. Yeah, 23 broken tackles on 74 catches in 2020. Yeah, incredibly productive.
1: And he can get downfield so quick. Yeah. Yeah, his like he's not great at going deep as a receiver. He is pretty close to the line of scrimmage guy, but he makes big plays happen. And let's keep this in
0: mind too. So he's he is five nine. So one seventy four is really not a bad weight. But when he it's came in, undersized. it is undersized. But when he came in, apparently to North Texas, he was way under like one fit or one sixty. So I think he was in like the one like mid. I will to early say, 150s. looking
1: at him, he doesn't look. Like, you know he's small, but his weight doesn't look like it's... He doesn't look like a super skinny guy.
0: No, I'm just... All I'm saying is is he put on a lot of muscle, guys. So, like, 174 might not be that bad. Um, The one thing that... The the concerns... uh, He had nine contestant catches in 2020. Didn't get one of them. Um, Again, he is only 5'9", so contested catches are going to be hard for him to get. Let's just be honest. Um, That doesn't mean he can't jump and go get a ball. It's just not likely he's going to come down with it. But the thing that makes him special is just that lateral quickness man like you said it makes people miss yep it's sweet to see
1: so cool um did you have a comp for him comp no it's hard cuz i'm not comping him to Tyree kill so yeah i uh,
0: i don't know i kind of like darnell mooney um would be a decent comp i think he's just a guy that's going to take the lid off of a defense i think this guy can do that um he also came in he was a burner and i think he also had some good lateral quickness he hasn't completely panned out yet, but I think Darnell Mooney could have a decent season this year, so. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely see, but keep an eye on this guy. Do you have a fit for him? Do you have a team that you would like him to like him at?
1: I don't know why, kind of like the Titans. Okay. I kind of think he could slide in there in the slot for them, just be another guy that's impossible to tackle on that team. Yeah, I'm thinking playmakers,
0: right? Like you know, he's he's a guy that can come in and kind of just just be a playmaker. Um I mean, the Jags need some help, in my opinion. They don't. Yeah. They need. Playmakers. They do have
1: Chenault out of the slot. That yeah, like but I'm not I'm
0: not real. I'm not a fan of Lavashka Chenault. But uh, you know, just the Jaguars, I think need help. The Jets could obviously t- take them. You'd honestly work on the Packers too. Yeah, I think the Packers would be very interesting. I just don't think he'll get that much work with Adams there. But no. We'll we'll have to kind of see. But yeah, another guy that's probably going to go in that third round. So day two. Um, but he's going to be a lot of fun to watch in the NFL.
1: Yep. So uh, Amara St. Brown, mm-hmm. shout out to this family and how they name their kids. Yeah, we cool. actually do like that. Yeah, <laughs> we're
0: not going to lie. So Echominius, if you guys don't know, Echominius St. Brown is his brother, and he plays for the Packers. I think he was a six-round pick to the Packers. Uh, massive dude. I think he's like six-five. His brother's only six-one. Um, what was really crazy is he he burst on the scene. Um, after when his brother got drafted and said, if you guys like my skill set, wait for my brother.
1: <laughs> I will say I like Amon Ra better. Than, I do than like Amon Ra a lot better than his brother. But I'm still not the biggest Amon Ra fan. I think there are some concerns with his game. First of all, he does kind of have one of those. He's one of those players that kind of just every once in a while will drop those easy catches mm-hmm. and won't make the routine plays. Yep. And second is last year was the first year where he went to predominantly an outside wide receiver where he ran most of his routes out of the out, uh, out wide. Before that, he was majority heavy in the slot, and it kind of hurt him. He's much better. He will be a slot receiver in the NFL.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's six one. One ninety. Yeah, he'll be a
1: tall wide receiver, but he is. He's not. He doesn't have a ton. I mean, his size is. I mean, it's fine, especially before being a slot wide receiver. He just did not excel outside.
0: Yeah, he, he. Yeah, he. He really wasn't able to make it work. Um, some of he, his things that I do like is he can make people miss.
1: Yeah, he is. His yards sneaky. after catch is great. Yeah, but I do think he kind of does it more with speed. He's not like a huge tackle breaker.
0: Right. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean, he's also has – you know what's really funny, though, too, is some of these USC wide receivers coming out, like, you're just kind of like – Pittman last yeah. year. Yeah, and, and did Pittman – like, if you watched his game tape, like, I loved Michael Pittman. But, like, when I watched this film, I'm just sitting here like, he's just going to be a really good wide receiver. Like, nothing blew me away. I'm like, this guy's not, like, you know, burning people downfield. This is kind of how I feel with him, too. Amon yeah. Ra, he, he's not blowing me away on tape. I just think he's going to be a solid number two wide receiver. I do think Pittman had the floor of a one. I don't think he has a floor of a one. though. No. Yeah.
1: No. Yeah. I'm I just not, think he's going to be fine. He's just I going to be a good guy. Yeah. I don't see him getting in the right spot to a team that's really going to heavily utilize him because I also don't know if he can handle that amount of volume in the NFL. And be right. consistent.
0: Well, he can run a full route tree. So that, I mean, that, that would be definitely helpful, but. Yeah, I just don't know about his volume play. I mean, he had hundred and three target or let's see, hundred and three targets, seventy seven receptions. That was in twenty nineteen. This year fifty seven targets. You know, again, down down year as far as targets go, but he ended up calling in seven touchdowns.
1: Yeah, he had one more touchdown, but everything else went down. Even on a game uh on a per game basis, everything went down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we'll just kind of have to see. Uh, I don't really have a good fit for him, and I don't really have a good comp for him either.
1: Yeah, same comp is hard. I don't have a good comp for him. Fit wise,
0: you have Brian Hartline as the comp on PFF. <laughs> uh-huh. That's a little hurtful, but
1: yeah, there's just so many slot guys in this class, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, what is this like the eighth slot wide receiver we've already yeah. talked about? Like Yeah, there's not a lot of outside ton guys. There's a lot of slot wide receivers. So I feel like, I mean, there's not I mean, that's the one thing about being a like the truly great slot receivers in the league are rare because there's just a lot of guys who can fill that position and do mm-hmm. pretty good at it. I don't know. He's going to go late. Maybe the Patriots take a look at him. Texans just trying to bring in as many guys as they can. What round do you think he's going to go in? Probably the third, if I had to guess.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: Late third. But he's going to be like 14th, 15th wide receiver off the board. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have a favorite spot for him. So let's go ahead and jump into uh...
1: Tylen Wallace. Yeah. OSU, Oklahoma State. Another guy playing with a bad quarterback.
0: Yeah, feel feel bad for some of these guys, but they kind of chose to go here. But he's 6 foot 190 uh coming in. You know what? He he's going to be an outside receiver. Here's oh, one yeah. of those outside guys. Yep. Um he may struggle, you know, initially, but I think he's going to make it work. I'm a big fan of Tyler Wallace. Yeah, Balls. I like him a
1: lot. He's got the speed. He's got the size. And his, I mean, he, this dude, when we say he can jump, this dude gets air underneath him. And his mm-hmm. body control is very good. His hands are good enough. I think he could just improve a little bit more on his route running mm-hmm. ability. But I, I do like Tyler Wallace a lot. He has a lot of athletic traits that a lot, some of these receivers do not have.
0: Yeah, so I mean, so things we have to mention. I mean, he had a tour ACL in 2019, ending a season. Um, didn't look like he had any effects from that in 2020, so that should be all good to go. Uh, they didn't really have him doing a lot of, uh, multiple different routes at Oklahoma State. They kind of had him on a very limited, um, uh, kind of route tree. I guess well, you that, could whole
1: say. <laughs> that whole offense was kind of limited.
0: That whole right. I mean, Chubba Hubbard is somebody we, we talked about in the running back segments. And, I mean, even his season this year was just completely junk. Yeah,
1: I mean, last year he had the fourth most contested catches, fifth most just deep catches. Mm-hmm. His yards per target are good. His average depth of target is pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He is an outside deep receiver.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, 100 yards per game for the past three se- seasons average, that's not bad. I'll take that. I don't think anybody in the NFL is not going to try to take that. So he's gonna be another one of these late guys. We think third, maybe maybe late third round again. Um, I do like him over a couple of guys we just named. Uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, I like him better than I like him probably better than Kate Johnson at this point yeah, as well. I like him
1: better than Darden. But I, I think he is behind Daimi Brown and Josh Palmer. Yeah. I think for, he fits right behind them.
0: Yeah, same. I, I
1: have to do I have to agree there. Uh do you have a fit for him? Wallace. Um Honestly probably whatever team doesn't take Daimy Brown I think Tylen Wallace would be a pretty good pretty fit good back fit there I could see him on the Saints um again Texans I'd hope I mean I just god help whatever draft picks they take this year in the draft <laughs> um yeah,
0: just hope it works out for those poor guys
1: Yeah I mean maybe the Raiders but I just don't trust them to develop wide receivers They need a receiver that's already in and doesn't need a ton of coaching.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't really have a favorite spot, and I don't have a comp for him either. Uh, but you know, again, another one of these late guys that really pay attention to because I do think he can he can make some explosive plays um, in the NFL. Man, I, I, he's gonna he could
1: have some highlight catches this year. Yeah, he has had a, quite a few in college.
0: There's that yeah that one catch that we watched just earlier today was. Was sweet. Yeah, dude's got hops, and his body <laughs> yeah. control is impressive. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So watch out for Tylan, uh Wallace. So that is it for our wide receivers. Now we're going to go ahead and jump and chat about some tight ends that we think could make some impacts this year. Uh, we did go through the PFF rank again, but we did kind of add somebody that we like, James really likes, <laughs> that we'll chat about at the end. But just jumping off the board, first one, no surprise here guys, Kyle Pitts from Florida is the number one ranked tight end coming in this year.
1: Kyle Pitts is incredible. And I honestly do think you can make the argument he's the best receiver in this draft class. What I think what Kyle Pitts is better at his position than any other player at their position in this draft.
0: Is that including Trevor? Yep. That's fine with me, man.
1: Kyle Pitts is Really, really, really good guys. Like, he just, he's not, first of all, he's not really a tight end. Like, he is a receiver. He's A really big receiver. And his hands are incredible. His route running is incredible. Mm -hmm. He's good after the catch. I mean, there's really, the only con, and it's not, like, really fantasy or relevant. He's just not that great of a blocker.
0: Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, when you watch this dude play, you just sit there and think about like what can't this guy do on the field? I mean, he's six six, he's two forty, he runs great. His catch radius just reminds me of like freaking Megatron almost. Like, I mean, it's just massive. Just throw the ball within ten yards of the guy, he'll go get it. Doesn't you know? It doesn't matter. His body control is off the charts. He can beat man coverage. He can. He'll,
1: dude. He. Oh, you who, could you could put putting, him on the outside, and he'll beat any cornerback. Yeah, in
0: who who's gonna stop him? Like, who are you? I'm trying to think of like there might be like Jalen Ramsey might be able to be physical enough, maybe. But I'm trying to think of people that can body him off, and I just don't know. Like. Because you're not going to want to put a linebacker on this poor guy. Oh, no. He's going to no. destroy
1: him. No, yeah, no linebackers.
0: Because if they're going to come and try to be physical, he'll just run around them because he's got, like, four, four speed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You look <laughs>
1: like when Florida played Alabama last year, Kyle Pitts was taking all of them to town.
0: Yes, yes, and that's Alabama. <laughs> like, they, they're they literally – they own basically, in, you know, college football.
1: I think the real question with Kyle Pitts, though, is in rookie drafts, like – so let's like run through some scenarios. Like say he goes number four. Falcons don't trade out of that pick. They take Kyle Pitts.
0: Mm, yeah. That does kind of hurt because I'm not I'm not overly excited for him to be in Atlanta if they took him, but if they did I, I think mean, that'd he, be a good enough spot. It's a good enough spot, but it just concerns me long term tight ends just skew
1: things. Yeah. Because they just they're not gonna they get they just the don't have
0: thing. a run game right now.
1: Um well, they could fix that in the draft.
0: Well, and they brought in Mike Davis, right? So we'll 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 see. But I mean, I do know. Well, and the other thing is, is dude, you already have Julio Jones, and you already have Calvin Ridley. Yeah, and then I don't you bring. Think, I don't in,
1: think Cal Pitt. Like, I'd rather Atlanta just trade out of that pick and let someone else there. Okay, Cincinnati.
0: Cincinnati. I'll like him if he's in. If he goes to Cincinnati, he's going to be a top five pick. If in not rookie drafts. Oh heck yeah. He won't make it out of the top five.
1: Yeah, I know you just traded down to, from the first to the fourth pick. Yeah, but I'm not giving up
0: my trade secrets right now. We already
1: made the trade. Yeah, but would but you not... be looking at Kyle Pitts at that four pick?
0: Dude, I was looking at Kyle Pitts at the first pick.
1: Yeah, I have the two pick. <laughs> I wouldn't be looking at Kyle Pitts, but, I mean, he is incredibly intriguing, man. Like, yeah, he mean, is special.
0: Here's the thing. So this is in Dynasty, and so I I'm really looking to... Here was my thought process is I, I've been making really poor decisions at the top of drafts when I've, when I've been there.
1: I wouldn't say they're the worst decisions. They just don't end good. Yeah, okay. Like, it's <laughs> like, like Rashad Penny and stuff right. like that. Rashad like, Penny
0: coming in was great, but he just hasn't panned out. I drafted David Montgomery, I think, second overall, and, and he's kind of been okay, but I traded him. But anyways, so it just made me nervous. I didn't want to take that. So I swapped picks with somebody and got a player as well. And then I'm hoping that I might be able to either still snag a running back there, which I really feel like I can because I know Jamar Chase is still going to be up there too. Like someone's going to go get Jamar Chase, you know, over some of these running backs. So to me, if I can either get a running back or if I can't get one that I like because you're drafting ahead of me and there's another guy, then Kyle Pitts would, I have a tight end problem. You know, I've Pretty got Tyler Hid- has a tight end I have problem. Tyler Higby and Hunter Henry. I would I mean, gladly be able I might a have Pitts. a
1: chance now without Everett, but yeah, I mean, Kyle Pitts could be, I mean, I mean, he could legitimately just line up out wide.
0: Dude, if, if you, <laughs> this is what's really funny. So I was on Fantasy Pros earlier and looking at their trade value charts, which I don't always pay attention to.
1: Yeah, I don't really. I I don't really always pay
0: attention to them. They can be helpful in trying
1: to. They're more just annoying when you find out the other person you're trying to trade with uses them. Just like, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it it, it can be helpful at times, but you shouldn't just worry about trade value for that. Like, you got to project. Anyways, not the point, guys. The point that's really funny, though, is he's already like, the fifth-ranked tight end in the league, and he's not even in the league yet. Okay, that's the other... (laughs) I mean,
1: that's the other thing, too, because, I mean, name a tight end who's been incredible his rookie year. It just... It really doesn't doesn't really happen. happen. You're right. So that's the thing. I mean, can... Do you think he can go by all those... The expectations of this guy already... I know. ...is so And that's the part that kind of is a little off-putting because it's just like... When the expectations are that high, I mean...
0: I'm not worried about it though, man. I know he I, is. He just looks amazing. He seems special, yeah. And he's done it on a big stage, Florida. It's not like he's playing at. Well, some... more
1: importantly, he's done it against great competition.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, he did it against Alabama, and I mean, yeah, he, he's yeah, he's just done it. I'm I'm excited for him. I think if he's there at four, and if they're, if the running back that I don't, or that I could possibly get is not there, I'll gladly take Kyle Pitts. Which is funny because if you guys uh, guys like talking, to JT, JT was asking us the other day, I think he's picking seven.
1: Yeah, no. Nah, and he's like, happening. Do you think
0: Kyle Pitts will get to me? I've got a tight end problem. I said, There's no chance. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> no, no chance. So, what else we got about Kyle Pitts? Do you think, do you have a favorite spot of these teams though? Because we've been hearing too, the Falcons might be looking to trade back, Miami might be looking to trade back. You know, some of these teams might be coming forward. Are they coming quarterbacks? Are they coming for pits? I mean, realistically
1: with the teams that have a chance to draft him, I think the perfect fits would be Cincinnati one, Panthers two. If he could make it down to the Panthers at pick what, seven or eight. I Think they're at eight. That would be very, very which nice. it
0: just came out today that the Panthers are looking to trade
1: back, so Yeah, I've also the Giants are also looking to trade back. Everyone apparently is looking to trade back except the 49 uh, forty Well, that's because they traded forward. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Okay. That was that (laughs) was was, the okay. Got it. But, anyways, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, you know what's really funny? I almost feel like they're trying to bait like Dallas. Yeah, no, that's Jerry Jerry Jones. Jones, Like,
1: dude. Okay, I think your offense (laughs) is not the problem, man. Like that defense needs all the work in the world. That uh, your offense, with Dak Prescott healthy last year, was setting records. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Kyle Pitts would be awesome to throw in there, but you don't need him. You don't. <laughs>
0: just, sitting here like, what would they do? Like, you have you now have Ezekiel Elliott. You have Kyle Pitts. You have C.D. Lamb. You have Michael Gallup. You have Amari Cooper.
1: <laughs> Tony Pollard out of the backfield. Pa- like, yeah, I mean.
0: Like, dude, that's just too many miles to feed. And, like, you think you're going to be able to pay this kid? Come on, man. No way. They need so much help on defense. But I just thought that
1: was so funny because, of yeah, course, Kyle Pitts is also just, like, impossible to comp. Like, how do you comp him?
0: I don't know. I I comp him to Darren Waller. I think – I mean, because Darren Waller is
1: massive. Yeah, he's got the athletic ability, but he does not have the receiving ability of Kyle Pitts.
0: That's fair. Kyle Pitts is going to be one of his own. We'll be comping everybody to Kyle Pitts. Late. Well, no, we probably won't. But he's going to be like – Yeah, the new exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. the guy people hope they get. Yeah, to. he's the guy that everybody's gonna hope they can get comped. To. And he's young, man. He's not even. He's not, 21. not even twenty one. Like <laughs> so stupid. This guy, he's a generational talent at tight end, and man, he's gonna make someone's freaking franchise just. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I,
1: I can't wait. Okay, so the next guy on this list. First,
0: hold up. Oh, now the next guy on this list. Talk about a drop off. <laughs> big, big drop off.
1: Like this guy might not go in the second round of the NFL draft. Like drop off.
0: Yeah. I think he's I think he's projected to go in the second, but it's probably gonna late. be late. Yep. Yeah. So this is a uh, hashtag uh baby gronk is what they're calling him. Disagree. Uh I kind of see it, but I, I don't think he's I don't. big
1: and he's white. That's about the comparison I see. Yeah. I and don't, he, he's, he's a tank out there, but that, I mean, he does not have the receiving ability. Did we mention, did we say who we're talking about?
0: No, we probably should. Yeah. We're talking about Pat, Pat okay. Fryermouth. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. So he's,
0: I don't what's <laughs> going on about this guy.
1: We haven't even said who it is. I don't think he is, I don't think you should be comparing this guy to Gronk. Um, he's not. I don't think he's the athlete Gronk was. He's very slow too. He's very slow. I think he'll be a quarterback's best friend. I think he will be always be on the field. I think he's a great blocker. Fantasy-wise though, I'm just not the biggest fan of him. Yeah. I think Gronk is one of a kind in what he was able to do downfield. He had more athleticism. He had better speed. He had better hands. He was a better route runner. Yeah, I... I mean, I I I like him a little bit more than Gronk was the best. He is the best tight end of all time. Yeah, and what people don't comp players to the best player at that position of all time.
0: And and we we just to remind you guys because we've we've talked about this too because we we were actually looking into this just about a month or two ago.
1: I mean, Diami Brown's Randy Moss, but right, right, forget that.
0: But him and Travis Kelsey are actually the same age.
1: There's no way.
0: Yeah. I thought we we just talked about this. Do you not remember that? No, I did not remember that. Yeah, go Google it real quick. We'll actually pause for you to Google it. Who is the same age as Travis Kelsey and Pat? Fair- no, 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 no. And Gronkowski. Oh, yeah, they're oh, the yeah, exact yeah. same age. Yeah. But what people don't are are failed to understand is Gronk's stats are like double yeah. <laughs> what Travis Kelsey has even done. And Travis Kelsey has been one of the top tight ends for the last two or three years. I mean, yeah, years. I
1: will say, like, with Pat Firemuth has the ball in his hands, he can bulldoze people like Gronk did. Yeah. But that's, like, the only comparison.
0: Well, I will say the only other comparison, too, is the fact that he he's also a very good blocker. Yeah, he and is. It's he something is. He's that a blocker, yes. people don't always give Gronkowski credit for. He was a good blocker. But he to me, he does not have the same receiving ability. No. But I do think he will be the second tight end off the board. And I do think he will be, he will have some fantasy relevance on the right team. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. Because the other thing is the fact that he can block and be a really good, he's a really good blocker and can be a receiver. I think he'll be on the field a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was Penn State's number one receiver while he was there. But like, yeah, I mean, I just, I can't really get past his lack of athleticism and speed. Yeah. That would concern me. The only concern that I really have... Um, uh, I mean, there was, like, one play I can I vividly remember. He caught the ball. He's wide open. There's, like, 30 oh. yards to the end zone. Yeah. And the defender's 10 yards behind him, and he gets caught. Yeah. Like, and you see it coming the whole time. You're just like, dude, just run a little bit faster. Yeah, but he's he's, not, he's a slow guy.
0: He's not. He does not have breakaway speed. Uh, the one thing that I do have a, a concern with is the fact that on a 100 career of catchable targets, he has eight drops. Even in college, that's a lot. That's a high percentage. Yeah. That's a high percentage. So, guys, like that is kind of a concern. Uh, but I do think that I think he can. I think he'd be fine.
1: He also can't get dike when he jumps. I feel
0: like his feet never leave the ground. <laughs> <laughs> that is true too. He didn't. Didn't he hurdle? Some, no, that's the next guy. But that's funny because I say the same thing about the next guy too. But yeah, he doesn't. Uh, there was that little fade into the end zone, and he jumped, and I'm like, I think I could actually jump yeah, higher no. than him. Like his vertical. If the ball didn't have, high. yeah,
1: if the ball didn't have laces on it, he wouldn't have caught it. Right, <laughs> like,
0: jeez, Louise. But I know that you really want to get into this guy, this guy you've been talking about for weeks, just talking my freaking ear off.
1: And well, I don't know what I'm missing. Like, I don't know why this guy is the PFF ranked fifth wide receiver. And as far as like fantasy football prospects go, I have him as the number two tight end.
0: Yeah. So just in case, um PFF has. Tommy Trimble from Notre Dame and then Hunter Long from Boston College ahead of this guy. And the next guy, I will say, in your defense, is super fun to watch yeah. and very exciting.
1: It's uh Brevin Jordan out of Miami. He's a little short for his position, but his weight is perfectly fine. He's six three, two, forty five. He's another one who's only twenty years old. He doesn't have a ton of production at Miami, but when you watch this dude, He just does not move like a tight end. He does not move like a tight end. He has got good agility to him, speed. He's like quick footed. He can run some routes. Like he's very impressive.
0: Yeah. So he's got 21 broken tackles on 105 career catches, which is just insane. When you were talking about him, I'm like, okay, let's let's chat. He averaged
1: 9.3 yards after the catch last year.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's he's completely one of the fastest tight ends in college football. But when you're watching this kid. He's just he's not a tight end. He's not. Like, seriously. He he'll be listed as a tight end. He'll play tight end in the NFL. I'm not saying he won't. But he does not move. He does not run. And he does not catch a football and he, like he, a tight end. In a,
1: yeah. It, it, yeah. And especially last year, he was just always out lined up in the slot. Yeah. Very rarely up against in line with the linemen. Hundred and sixty six in the slot versus forty eight in line which was kind of a shift because previous in the previous years before that, he was much more in line. Mm-hmm. And I think that is actually going to help him in the NFL. He was teaching him more how to just get release packages on these cornerbacks and linebackers who are covering him. First off, linebackers are not going to be able to cover this dude. He's going to be able to body cornerbacks. And he's also another guy. I mean, just he bulldozes people. He is a tank. He's a 6'3", 245 guy who's got great speed and agility.
0: Yeah. Seriously. I just remember when we were watching his film that he's like a wide receiver in a tight end's body, like weight class, but can move and shift like a running back. Yep. Like if that even makes sense, like that, that's kind of how I feel with this guy. I think he's going to be something special. And, and honestly, if he goes to the right space, there's a chance that he could be one of the better tight ends that come out of this
1: class. I think I have my favorite spot. I would like to see him in. I'll see if you can guess it. Let's see. Titans. Yeah, it is the Titans. I'm so good. I know you so well. I think he would be so awesome in the Titans.
0: Yeah. I know you so well, just in case we don't actually have these things written down. (laughs) Um, but, uh, uh, but it, I think there's
1: I, I mean, he's gonna, he he is inconsistent at times. He is gonna need some coaching and everything, but yeah. his raw abilities is what I would 100% take a chance on, even over Pat Fe- Firemuth, all these guys.
0: Yeah. Well, they're saying that he's projected right now in the fourth round. As a fourth round, that's fine. I'm, I'm taking upside at that point. And like, he's gotta, he's got upside.
1: Yep. And I think I mean he but in a lot of these I I just think he is a playmaking tight end where there's just not a ton of playmaking tight ends. Like if I had to comp him to someone, his play style is like similar to like a Noah fan or someone like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you uh I think you mentioned that. What what's really funny to me, okay, and I just had to look him up because I was curious of the weight, but he kind of reminds me of like if you look to a height to weight ratio of an AJ Brown. Because AJ Brown's only six foot, but he's two twenty seven. Yeah, which is which is a big body for a six foot tall guy. Where he's six three, two forty five. I mean, it's almost like the same height weight ratio. They just look like monsters on the field, and he's just gonna run
1: people over. He's just gonna yeah. I mean, Bre- Brevin Jordan, you can even play like play him in the screen game. Like he's yes. taking screen. He was passes. taking screen yeah, plays I mean... at
0: Miami. That's stupid. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. If you haven't watched any tape on this guy, just go watch some tape. His highlight
1: reel is actually a lot. Yeah, of fun. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what people are missing about him.
0: Well, it's for all of us people that want to deep dive um, and just, you know, I think some of the knocks uh, that they have on him is his ball skills. I think his ball
1: skills looked, looked okay. He is a little bit of a body catcher. Yeah,
0: he does catch it on the body, but, you know, that's fine. That's whatever. Uh, I just, I don't know, and and another thing is he's not going to block. He can't block. Where See, are.
1: there's some times where he is very good at blocking, but I feel like it might just be a I don't feel like blocking right now kind of a thing.
0: Well, this laziness is a problem then too. Yeah, but like, if he's
1: going to be lined up more in the slot and not much as an inline tight end, then mm-hmm. I'm 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 fine with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's going to be he's going to be interesting, and it, especially because the Titans do need a tight end. You yeah, know, they just they lost. they have
1: Anthony for sure. Since John Who left, who's yep. there. But yeah, I mean, there are a couple I mean, I think he's got the potentials to be a very fantasy relevant tight end at some point in his future. And I think there's a lot of like, yeah, like he could work for the Bengals, the Titans, the Panthers, the Jaguars, the Cardinals. Like I like all those spots for him. Yeah. Yeah, same. Cardinals would be actually be a lot of fun. Panthers would be a lot of fun. Brevin <laughs> Jordan just is a lot of fun. He's just a lot of fun. Yeah. He
0: yeah, he's a lot of fun to watch. All right, so now we're going to jump into our air it out segment. We got some questions we uh, got sent to us. And, James, what's our first question?
1: Well, this one isn't one of the questions that we got. This one is oh. more, I just want to have some You fun. want to jump I this want to one burn off. burn the world down, and it's kind of a hot take. Okay. But uh, so everyone knows Trevor Lawrence is going number one overall to Jacksonville. Do you have any qualms with that? Or no, it makes a, sense. Yeah, I, I mean, unless
0: a, Urban Meyer wants to get fired already.
1: <laughs> but uh so, yeah, and I think Trevor Lawrence could, is going to be great. I yep. think he's going to, he's got every tool in the toolbox. Yep. But let's say what happens, what I hope happens, happens. But it, right now it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But let's okay. say Justin Fields goes number three overall to San Francisco. <laughs> and he's the starter from day one. Who would you rather draft in your dynasty rookie draft? Ooh. Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? That's tough. It's close, but I kind of think I would lean Justin Fields. Oh, man. Well, let's say this. Justin Fields is on the better He team. would be coming into the better situation. Way He's better situation. He's the better athlete. He's going to be running the ball more. He has more playmakers to work with. Oh, man. I mean,
0: the thing is, is Trevor Lawrence is a guy that's going to elevate the players around him. I do think Justin Fields does have that ability as but well. But he doesn't but,
1: have Debo Samuel, Brandon right. Aiyuk, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert coming out of the backfield. Whatever other player they use, they throw in there. One like, of the best
0: defenses in the league, you know, to give him the ball basically whenever he needs it.
1: And I know apparently NFL teams like the 49ers aren't very high on Justin Fields' capabilities. Yeah, I don't know. I am though. Yeah, like I, I think why. Justin Fields is incredible. I think in most drafts he's the can't miss prospect. Yep. But since Trevor Lawrence is here, like I don't debate that. I think Trevor Lawrence is the better prospect, but I really love Justin Fields. And I, I do think if he ends up going number third to San Francisco, I think I might rather have him than Trevor Lawrence in my rookie draft.
0: Yeah, that's that's very that's an interesting take to have right now. Because people aren't really talking about that. They're talking about where is he gonna go and all that kind of stuff. I I think at the end of the day, Justin Fields has the potential to be the second and he could still be the number one quarterback out of this draft. Uh, I I mean, we don't know, you know, these, these two Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields battled it out once before Justin Fields came out on top as far as the elite 11 goes, which again, this is back before college started. Yeah. He beat but him. It, he beat him, you know, in competition. And then, he did it again this year. He beat, he beat Clemson in, in a playoff championship game. Oh, so just,
1: if you haven't seen that game or come back yeah. and rewatch that game, rewatch that game.
0: Yeah. Like, look what he did. You know, he took a shot and broke some ribs and still played through the game. I mean, come on guys. Like, don't, don't question the guy's toughness. Uh, I think it is, I think it's, it's a very interesting take, man. That's all I'm saying. And I kind of do have to sway. It would be intriguing and I, there would, it would be very close. Yeah, It's a lot closer than it is right now. Yeah. Now, if he doesn't end up in San Francisco. Now, if Mac
1: Jones goes number three to San Francisco. I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do not care. <laughs> like, I can't even take myself seriously. Mac Jones are just, just, yeah, I uh, do not Martin's, care one,
0: one bit. Uh, you know, I, again, I think Mac Jones is going to be a fine NFL quarterback, but
1: on his best days,
0: I, I, w- I will start making sure I try to have, like, some of the
1: other pieces on ne- that Next week's maybe, quarterback episode is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we will be chatting I, I have quarterbacks some, I have next some week. Takes. So you want yes, to get to our other
0: yes. questions? So first question. uh, 101 pick in Dynasty. So it looks like we had a Dynasty question. Who are you taking with the 101 this year? So this is before the draft,
1: it looks like. Don't do your rookie drafts before the draft. Yep. Yeah. But starting
0: number one, yeah. I mean, if you guys want to get really creative, go ahead. I wouldn't do it if you're putting money on everything, though. Uh, but, yeah, wait until after the the actual NFL draft. Because, I mean, rookie.
1: my answer probably will change. But if so, I think if you're doing this before the NFL draft, you have to go off uh, a little bit different. You have to project a little bit more. And I think yeah. security is a little bit higher, something you weigh a little bit higher, just in case these players go to a terrible situation. So my top two guys that I think the number one's going to depend on their landing spot is Javante Williams and Najee Harris. I mean, not Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm looking at the PFF rankings. And if you are in the PFF, they had a real big, like, wide, like, running back shuffleboard yeah, the other yeah. day. Like, there was a ton of running back movements on their PFF ranks. Yeah. But I still like Travis Etienne and Javante Williams the best. Okay. So which one would you? I mean, cause I think, I think we're on the same page with both of these running backs.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, you know, I've been watching some stuff on Najee Harris. It is, he's a, he's just a good dude. He's very, very good. He's a good. genuine dude. So, um, I, I've always said I feel like he's the safest pick to me in this draft. Um, uh, he's going to give you everything you're kind of looking for, but you have to wait until against gets the upside. Right. I'm looking for upside if, if I'm, you know, in the, in a rookie draft. Javante Williams would be my pick. Honestly, the only thing that's going to ruin that pick is if he goes somewhere where they don't even need a running back. Like, You know the Chiefs did, and and you know like some of these other teams where they're just um was it Detroit did it with um uh, DeAndre Swift. Well, I mean they
1: needed. I mean they I guess they they really have to take it.
0: It's I'm Baltimore on Johnson. Baltimore with yeah, you know Mark Ingram, and then drafting J.K. I mean, again, it's just kind of one of those frustrations. And
1: I I do really understand that, Javante Williams, just because of his tackle-breaking ability and his vision. But I think I would rather go Travis Etienne. If I didn't know where these guys were landing, he's got the receiving, elite receiving ability behind him. He's also an incredibly good rusher. I think he is a little bit more versatile, and I think he is less scheme-dependent than Javante Williams. I think he won't get scripted out on third downs. So that's the chance I would take. With yeah, that's,
0: that's fine. I, I just think Devontae Williams can't catch But the like, ball, yeah,
1: so. if Travis Etienne goes to a bad situation and Devontae Williams goes to a great situation. I would much rather, that's why obviously, I, yeah, I wouldn't want to make this pick before the NFL draft, but it's
0: a good question. Um, it is notice one trend, both were running backs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so any of you, uh, quarterback guys wanting to go with the first overall pick, um, uh, usually quarterbacks go in the first overall picks and the actual NFL draft. And fantasy drafts, don't do it. Uh, There's plenty of them. You don't need them, even
1: in dynasty. (laughs) Uh, So, okay. So we got another sleeper, like running back sleeper right now. Like, who is a running back that you think is going to go later in the NFL draft that you think really has a chance?
0: Okay. Uh, Jumping off the board, so running back wide receiver. I have mine. Okay, well, then and you know, it's also was... just
1: because I was also watching more of his tape recently. It's Trey Sermon. I think Trey Sermon is he. His PFF stock has been rising a little bit, and the more I watch Trey Sermon, like especially like watching that Clemson game with Justin Fields, Trey Sermon destroyed the Clemson defense. I mean he is very versatile. I think his speed or their lack of speed is a little overblown. I think he does just fine. Mm-hmm. He is not the best pass catcher, but he has. It's more of that he just didn't have a ton of the opportunity. I think he could be good enough in the passing game. I don't think he's ever going to be like running routes out there or anything, but I think he'll be perfectly fine handling dump off passes fine mm-hmm.
0: yeah no i he's definitely one of the later picks that I like uh Trey sermon at
1: at least at a running back position. He goes to the right spot, he could be like a top five you know top i six I really did
0: pick. like Chubba Hubbard for a while too, but just the more I'm looking at his twenty twenty film it's just so disappointing. And so I just I don't know how it's going to translate. But yeah, he fell really far. Yeah, he, he just fell, fell so really far. far, and yeah, and there's PFF rankings too. He's just plummeted. Um, so yeah, so I think Trey Sermon would be fine. As far as wide receiver, I'm sure I know where you're going. Um, so I won't go there. I'll let you talk about him. But Tylen Wallace is, or Tylen, sorry, Tylen oh, L- yeah. Wallace. Wow, it's a handful of name. I guess I can't say it. Tylen Wallace is someone that I would be looking at late uh, just because of his skill set fits, I think, a lot of needs. Yeah. In the yeah, I mean, we
1: we talked about him earlier. But, yeah, yeah, his body control is incredible. His leaping ability is incredible. He's got good hands. He's got speed to burn people. He just needs to expand his route tree a little bit more, a little bit of coaching, and he can mm-hmm. be a very dangerous wide receiver.
0: 100%. And, again, I'm sure I know who you're going with, but go ahead and say it anyway. Daimi Brown. Diami Brown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I just, I really do like this kid a lot. Yeah. his, his, his it's, just, it's just his route running and his ability to get downfield and just how stupid he makes defenders look and how smart of a route runner he is. Like, that yes. is like one of the first things. Like, yeah. You see, he, it like, quickly. he's just very, like, yeah, he's just very self aware. Like, when he beats his cornerback, the cornerback does not get back on the play.
0: Yeah. He yeah. boxes him out. Unlike uh, Pat Fryermuth that gets caught from behind for
1: the- Yeah. That's not going to happen with Damon Brown. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely not going to happen. So, great questions. We love when you guys send us questions. If you guys wanted to send us questions, uh, James, where can they find us at?
1: Yeah, uh, Facebook, Twitter, at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters, or the Fantasy Monsters Podcast.
0: Perfect. Give us a chat. uh, Send us some questions. Uh, We'll have you on the show. You never know. Uh, But thanks again, guys, for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. And we'll catch you next week. Have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heated on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cruel, man like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.